Yo fam, Coach Sam Strong Gens Coaching back with another episode for you guys. And on today's episode, I'm sharing the number one thing that you can do to prep yourself for a disaster. But before we begin, gents, if you could please leave a five-star review if you haven't already, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to grow this podcast to reach as many men as possible, and I need your help. It takes a tribe, gentlemen, so smash that five-star review button, and when you're done listening to this episode, share it with two friends. All right, so what's the number one thing you could do to prep yourself in case of, you know, some disaster, you know? Um, I was really thinking about this lately just because of the way the world has been going. Um, I mean... Guys, we just, we're, we're kind of coming out of, but it's still lingering, the whole COVID thing. I mean, it's been four years from that pandemic, uh, from the start of that pandemic, and people are still uneasy. The world is still turning over, and um, that was a little bit of an eye-opening experience for myself, and I have since prepared myself a little bit more in terms of, you know, safety equipment and things of that nature, uh, and just things in case the power goes out and stuff like that. I'm not what you would call a prepper, like some of these guys you see out there who are like legit full-time preppers. Um, I just believe in, you know, being at least baseline prepared for if something happens. Um, I mean, we had the COVID pandemic, which I just mentioned, but also things like October 7th, which happened in Israel, absolutely terrible. Um, And to think that something like that couldn't happen in America is a little naive, especially with, again, the climate of the world right now. It's a little bit... Uh, uneasy. The world seems to be turned over on its side. Uh, And it can be a little bit frightening. Um, So I want to go over some things, the number one thing that you could do to be prepared for something like this. Now, I'm not going to go over equipment or anything like that. That's not what I do. Again, I'm not a big prepper. You know, I have some things to keep myself safe and sufficient. If power goes out, something like that, or if I need to pick up and go, um, I'm good with that. And, you know, I'd advise you guys to prepare yourself for that as well. You know, maybe pack a bag that's an emergency bag um, that's got, you know, some basics in it, flashlight, chargers, stuff like that. Obviously, a medical kit. Please, everybody put a medical kit in your car. God, it could be something so stupid that you could be out to dinner, um, you know, you drop a glass, you cut yourself, no one's got a bandage or anything. Like, you never know. So I always keep a med kit in my car. Uh, It's super standard. It's basic. I think I got it off Amazon. Nothing crazy. It's got bandages and stuff. Uh, but like stuff like that, flashlights, chargers, bandages, you know, some gloves, things like that. Pack a bag just so you have it ready. But that's not what I'm going over here. Today, I'm going over the number one thing you can do to prepare yourself for any disaster, basically, unless it was extremely, like, there's some things you just can't prepare yourself for. But the number one thing that you can do to prepare yourself for some type of disaster or hard situation is being physically fit, Okay. If you are physically fit, you have a greater chance of survival in almost all situations, okay? So you can have all the tools in the world. You can have all the safety measures in the world. If you are not physically fit, you're going to have a harder time getting through that hard time, right? So getting physically fit is the number one thing you can do to, to prepare yourself if things go wrong. I'm a huge believer in that. Obviously, I mean, my career, I'm over a decade as a personal trainer, helping people get physically fit. This is something that I'm extremely passionate about, and um, I'm striving to help the world be healthier, stronger, and more physically fit. And that's my advice to you. So I'm going to give you some practical things you could do starting today to get yourself on track. It's it's pretty insane that almost 50% of America right now 
is not just overweight, they're obese, right, guys? There's a difference between being like 15 to 30 pounds overweight and then being obese, right? 50% of the population, almost 50% of the population is obese. That is, that is a staggering number. That number in itself is frightening. It should scare you. It scares me, right? So what do we do to get healthier and to get more physically fit in case a disaster strikes? Well, it always comes back to the basics, right? You should, one, first and foremost, start exercising in some manner, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be extreme. It doesn't have to be complex. There's two things you should start doing. One is improve your cardiovascular capabilities, right? You should be able to walk long distances. You should be able to jog a little bit. You should be able to walk up a big flight of stairs. These are basic things that you should be able to do without having to stop for five minutes to catch your breath. So what you should start doing is implementing at least three days a week, a 30-minute brisk walk, at least three days a week. It'd be great if you could do it five to seven days a week, but at least three days a week, you should be getting in a 30-minute brisk pace walk, okay? Not only is this going to help your body aerobically and give you better cardiovascular capacity, right? So your heart can pump better, your lungs can pull in more oxygen and supply your body with the nutrients and oxygen it needs to keep going for longer periods of time, Okay, but it's also going to aid in things that I'm going to talk about in a minute, which is weight loss. Okay, the more calories, the more you move, the more calories you burn. The more calories you burn, the greater chance you have of burning off excess body fat. So step one is to start moving more. And the easiest place to start is with just going for some walks. Again, three days a week, at least 30 minutes at a brisk pace. You could download an app like Map My Walk. Again, Map My Walk. I believe it's an Under Armour app get it for free in the app store uh, and you can go ahead and start tracking your walks and you can see your progress in terms of distance and time so how far you're going and how fast you're moving number two aside from getting your cardio base your aerobic base uh, stronger is going to be gaining some physical strength um, and physical uh, strength and endurance so you should start to try and lift some weights it doesn't have to be crazy you know if you live in an apartment building you have a small gym there with a cable machine and a couple dumbbells, that's fine, right? Even if you just have a set of bands of your body weight, that's fine. Start simple, again, at least two days a week, all right? You should be striving between two and four days a week, but try and get, to, heck, even one day a week is better than nothing, okay? But strive for two days a week. Uh, you could do a Monday, Thursday, full body, or you could do like a Tuesday, Friday, or a Wednesday, Saturday, something like that. Um, two days a week where you're doing full body movements, okay? So you can throw in a squat pattern, a deadlift pattern, a lunge pattern. You could do a pushing pattern like a dumbbell bench press, a push-up, uh, a cable bench or a cable fly. Uh, you can do a pull-down or a pull-up or a row, a dumbbell row, a cable row. These are things that you should be implementing, okay? Uh, for your core, you can do planks. You could do sit-ups. You could do leg raises. You could do the ab rollout, Um and uh, the accessory stuff too. If you have some cables and stuff, you could do some uh, cable press downs for your triceps, some curls, uh, some lateral shoulder raises. Uh, you could do some calf raises. These things are all basic. You don't need crazy routine. Again, just you know, two exercises per muscle group. Uh, so you could do a squat, lunge, a push up, an incline bench press, a pull down or a pull up, and some type of row, like a one arm dumbbell row. Uh, you could do. You could find a little ledge and do calf raises off of a stair or something like that. And then you could do planks back-to-back -back with sit-ups, 
These are simple things, guys. It doesn't need to be complex. Again, keep it as simple as possible. Uh, aim for at least two days a week. You can also add in some ca uh, carrying, right? So you can take a pair of dumbbells and just carry them back and forth in the gym. That's a, another good way to uh, build some uh, grip strength and just uh, some loadout strength. So carrying things, right? And then number three on the list is going to be dialing in on your nutrition, okay? Starting to build a diet plan that works for you so you can build some muscle, burn some fat, and feel better. And where we're going to start with is cutting out the junk, okay? So that's snack food, fried food, fast food, desserts. Kick that stuff out. Uh, it has no place in your diet, especially if you're someone who's unhealthy and overweight at the moment. Uh, really kick those out. Dial in on healthy, whole foods, right? So meats like chicken, beef, fish, uh, vegetables, fruits, rice, potatoes, Greek yogurts, whey protein shakes, um, and then you can uh, throw in some uh, of the other stuff periodically if you if you truly love that stuff as well. And uh, you really should be striving to lose weight if you are overweight and, and get lean. And so you're really going to have to just fight off some hunger cravings and work with your diet to to get your body weight down and more manageable uh, because. Again, the fitter you are, the better equipped you are to, you know, survive a disaster or some type of catastrophe that happens around you or in the world. And then again, we have to address another topic, uh, which I've addressed in a couple other podcasts, which is alcohol consumption, guys. Um, you know, I'm not some saint, right? I have sinned a lot in my life. Uh, I myself have had a tough life, probably like many of you out there. And in my earlier 20s, I drank a lot of alcohol. And when I say a lot of alcohol, probably enough alcohol to wipe out an entire population somewhere in the world. Me and my boys would just, we would go to the bar on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and just get bombed. You know, the first thing we would do, we'd walk up to the bar, we'd say, you know, if there was five of us, we'd be like 10, um, uh, 10 Red Bull Vodkas or 10 Jaeger bombs, you know, so two each. And then we just continued drinking until we were blackout drunk. That's just what we did. It was like the thing we, we did when we were in our early 20s. And I wish I didn't do that. I would have saved my body a little bit and I would have saved a bunch of money. So if you're a little bit younger and you're listening to this, um, you know, have fun, but reduce your alcohol intake, especially because we make bad decisions when we drink alcohol. I myself uh, have not made the best decisions when I drink alcohol, just like many of us. It's just something that happens. Um, but also in terms of physical health, it just beats you down, guys. It beats you down literally from the inside out, okay? I've been a personal trainer for over a decade, and I've seen the dramatic effects alcohol has on the body and the mind when people are attached to it and drink too much of it for years on end. I've seen people uh, go from fairly good health to, you know, bad health pretty quickly in the span of, you know, three to five years because they just drink too much. And, uh, they use it as a crutch. They try and get drunk to hide themselves from their inner demons. And, you know, I'm, I've am i done that myself in the past. It's partly why I drank so much in my early 20s. I was going through a lot. And uh, we we lose ourselves in that. We get lost in uh, in that world. You know, we blind ourselves with alcohol and, and recreational drugs. And we don't realize the long-term negative effects it has on us. So I urge you guys, especially if you need to lose weight, uh, and you drink a lot of alcohol, kick out the alcohol because it's really going to help you in that weight loss process. Uh, and you're going to start thinking more clearly and you're just going to have a better life experience overall. Uh, so if you can reduce your alcohol consumption, I'm not saying never drink it. I still enjoy a whiskey from time to time. I just don't go crazy. I'm normally one when I'm with my friends. I'm the one who's really not drinking. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I don't care. You know, my buddies, my buddies are, I love my buddies. They're the best. You know, they'll be like, oh, you, you drinking? Like, come on, have a drink, drink. And I'll be like, no, nah, I'm not. And they're cool with it. You know, they don't care. And that's what real friends are. They, you know, they don't care if you're drinking, not drinking. They just like being around you because, 
you're one of their best friends. So uh, that's all I got for you guys today. Again, the number one thing that you can do to prepare yourself for some type of disaster or catastrophe happening in your life or in the world in general is being physically fit and healthy so you can navigate the world quickly and efficiently to get yourself in a safer spot. All right. If you have any questions, email me at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. Don't forget the motto here, get strong and stay strong. If you can, please share this episode with two friends. Until next time, gents, peace out.